welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Basketball Podcast. This is episode eight. I'm Will Donzella, joined here with my friends Mohamed Daffelseed and Zach Fulcher. Yo. Uh, we got a packed show for you guys tonight. A lot of stuff happened this week. Um, we're going to talk about, first we're going to talk about the Knicks. Uh, we had a fan request to talk about the Knicks from a Knicks page that follows us on Instagram. Uh, and that's, so we got to, we got to talk about that. Talk about how they've been playing this year, how they're looking a little better than they have in previous years. We're going to talk about recent trades, specifically Myers Leonard trade, given uh, the recent comments that he had. And then the uh, PJ Tucker trade. And we're going to talk about these new vaccine guidelines that the NBA has implemented. And we're going to end with a player on player debate of Steve Nash versus Jason Kidd. And as sure. always, if you guys have not followed us already, follow us on social media. Our Instagram and our Twitter are going to be right below. It's going to be say underscore less underscore podcast for Instagram and then say underscore less underscore pod for Twitter. We're really active on those. We love engaging with people and we love to hear what you guys want us to talk about. But we got to first talk about LeBron James's injury tonight because that's a big deal. Yes, sir. At this at this time of the time of the recording, we uh, LeBron went down today with a sprained ankle. Today's game, and it was announced that he will not return. And then later in the day, it was announced he will be out indefinitely. So that's gonna be tough for the Lakers, man. Um, they don't have Anthony Davis, and they're not gonna have LeBron right now. And that's the worst case scenario. They both have both do not do not have their superstars to help carry the team, help carry help shoulder the load. So I think this is going to severely drop their rankings and power rankings in, in the standings. It's a significant impact and show how much the bench can pull off without both superstars. If they can, you know, at least hold a spot in the playoffs, you know, that'd be, that would be nuts. I don't think that's going to happen. Though. I think they're going to severely drop off and it's tough. And I think that, I think this severely, I think this, fully puts LeBron James out of the MVP race. There was, you know, there was comments before that, you know, he was dropping and he wasn't as high up. And that's fact that's facts because they were not performing as well without without AD. And he was not performing as well as he should have been. Um, you know, there's the there's a lot of 19 points, 10 rebounds, nine assist games, and you know, those are close to triple doubles, but he's got to put up more points than 19. That's just, you know, but that's besides the fact he's a he's an all-around performer. He's probably the best player in the game. I stay, stand by that fact. But I'm going to have to say uh, the Lakers are going to fall here. And LeBron is not in the MVP conversation if he remains out for a, a decent, amount, decent amount of time. That's at least my two cents. And this is the this is also the fear we all had la- the Lakers fans had last year that they wouldn't be able to stay healthy, um, you know, with Anthony Davis's recent injury history. And this is coming into and Le- LeBron getting older as well. You know, there's always that thing, you know, LeBron's older, he's going to get injured more. You know, that you know, credit to him, he's very dur- durable. And you know, the haters can say what they want about you know being injured and whatever, but you know, he's stayed healthy and uh, as old as he is, so. It's coming around now, but man, this is the worst case scenario for the Lakers. Both superstars out with injuries, so that's my two cents. You want to go, Will? Uh, I I just want to really quickly mention the Mohammed. You could go just the standings right now because they have that play-in tournament, right? It's from the seventh to tenth seed. Yeah. So right mm-hmm. now the Lakers are two. They're three games out of that tournament per se. So they they have the third seed. So, so I, I, they're gonna fall probably to within that tournament, which starts with the seventh seed, which right now would be the Spurs with twenty two wins. The Lakers have twenty eight wins. But go on. So, I mean, I don't know how how bad a high ankle sprain is. I mean, I know they said he's out indefinitely, but um, you know, he could always get reevaluated in two or three weeks, and maybe he'd be coming back that week or maybe the week after. Uh, same thing with AD. I think he's gonna be reevaluated. In- about two weeks also. So um, I want to see how long he's out for because they did say it was a high ankle sprain. I don't think, and they also said there's no, you know, ligament damage or anything like that. 
Um, I, I don't think they did an MRI yet, but um, I think that's coming out in the next couple of days. But, yeah, I mean, like Zach said, he's out the MVP race for right now. Um, I know a lot of people are saying B was out because of his injury, but LeBron's out probably even more, longer than Embiid. So he's definitely out for MVP race, and it's a tough blow. Um, for me, the Lakers, I don't think they're going to drop off that. I mean, they'll drop off badly, of course, but – you have to see. I, I just see how long both of them are going to be out for. So yeah. I, if it's like two or three weeks, maybe a month, I think they'll be fine. Maybe they'll still be a six seed by the time they come back. But uh, I yeah, know. I let's, don't know. Let's look at their. Oh my gosh! Here's their West? upcoming schedule: Phoenix. That's they're probably not winning that game. No. The Pelicans. That's up in who there. Do, who do they're they not... have that can fill in, fill in LeBron's and? AD shoes. They don't have. Okay, they, I'm, I'm. Let me tell you guys something before you go, Zach. Because I'm, I'm just chiming in. You know. Yeah. No. No. I. I, I got you. I just want to real quick just say, once they get to April, their schedule gets really tough, like really hard. So if they're not back by April, I mean, their first first four games in April are against elite teams, elite. Then they'll play the Knicks, and they don't have an easy upcoming schedule. I mean, they they really don't. The, the easy games they have are against the Cavs in Orlando. And mm. if you want to include the Pelicans, I don't think the Pelicans is an easy win. No, I don't no, think that's definitely not. No. no. The, other than that, they're playing, like, the best teams in the league. So, couldn't have come in a worse time. No, definitely not, man. I guess they will drop Rip. off. Um, It'll be interesting to see if they drop out of the playoffs. I mean – in the West, they'll, they'll be in they the don't, play don't, tournament. I know, but they don't sure. have. They, I mean, Here. they don't have anybody can to to step up. They don't. Have, Kuzma's not going to. Kuzma, Caruso, Kuzma and Caruso, Caruso steps up and drops twenty plus a night. That would be okay. something. Most improved player, and then just steals the most improved player award. Um, but let me let me. Kuzma's obviously going to get probably a bump in his numbers just because he's going to play more but so let me say i i did sprain my ankle i had a high ankle sprain you guys remember way back mm. when when i hurt my ankle and it took me like a year to get healthy and that's mostly because i didn't do anything i was supposed to do like i played basketball like a week later which was a big no-no yeah, yeah and i, I couldn't rehab the way that lebron will be able yeah, you to all, you all start on a, on a professional basketball yeah i'm not a professional basketball out. player so that that but but like they they are painful and they they're they're serious injuries sometimes a high ankle sprain is worse than a broken ankle it's good he didn't wow. have ligament danger damage because i did but I'm not going to compare myself to LeBron. LeBron would like, obviously, he's so much more in shape and everything. So much so more, like, so much more durable. But, but as from a, like a per, that perspective, it it's not as like it's not like oh you just sprained your ankle okay you know come back right away. So I did look up the average time that it takes for an eight uh for a player to come back from a high ankle sprain. It's four to six weeks, and the Lakers have said. Reportedly, they are going to err on the side of caution with extreme caution was the words I found. Mm. So I got to think six weeks and maybe longer since. So here, let me just go through some stats. Oh, wait, let me let me go back. Did you guys did you guys see the quote that LeBron said what he said after? I think I think he's put out a tweet. Yeah, I mean, I got to hear. Nothing angers and saddens me more than not being available to and for my teammates. I'm hurt inside and out right now. The road back from recovery begins now. Back soon like I never left. So it's a typical LeBron quote, like kind of get himself in the good good eyes. Like he in, in not that he wouldn't be, but like he's a team player. So that's just to mention that, that he said that. Now, the Lakers are currently the third seed. As I said, they're two and a half games above the Blazers and Nuggets for the fifth and sixth seed. So right there, after that, you drop out and you're into that play-in tournament. Yep. I got to think they're going to get there. But I, um, I got yeah, to say they're not better than most so, teams in, 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 in just about every team in the West. Yeah. No, the, yeah. Um. So since 80s injury, the Lakers have been seven and seven. Everybody forgets this. 
right? LeBron shouldn't have been in the MVP conversation, in my opinion, or at least in the top top three. I don't think he's above Harden. I don't think he's above Jokic. I don't think he's above Embiid. I don't think he was because the Lakers don't win without AD. Now, granted, they probably wouldn't win without LeBron. It's hard to say. We don't know. But we do have that. data. That. They, they win, but they do not win consistently. They don't win consistently. Okay, so yeah. yes. And the teams they're beating are trash. So yeah. not, not necessarily. They did beat the Suns, I believe, and they, they beat the Warriors. Those are decent wins. But, but the evidence has shown, even going back to the LeBron's first stint on the Lakers, we've talked about this before, they don't have a good record without Anthony Davis. So in my opinion, LeBron just shouldn't have really strongly been considered for the MVP anyways. I know I'm going to get a ton of hate from this from people like friends of mine. I already know they, mm-hmm. they complain about it every week, but that's fine. I, I go by what I see and what the data is telling me. The Lakers aren't that good without AD. Facts. They're probably going to be atrocious without Facts. these two players. They're going to be, yeah, they're going to be ass. They might be the worst in the West. They, they really might. I'm going to go on a limb here and say they're going to lose, like, let's say eight straight, eight straight games. Naturally. You're just so... Mm-hmm. But I'll say I'll say I'll say ten straight. I'll, t- ten I'll say straight. ten straight. Okay, losses. there you go. There you go. Ten straight losses. Put your money where your mouth is. Ten straight losses. Sorry, yeah, it, I just just writing that dumb shit down. Eight. That just doesn't feel cool. Ten straight losses without LeBron and without Anthony Davis. They're gonna fly off. But on to the next topic, the Knicks. Shout out to everybody who talked about the Knicks. Um, we had a suggestion from one of our fans coming on the Knicks last week. We didn't get to it, but so the Knicks have had recent success this season, more so one of the best Knicks seasons in recent memory. They are the, currently sitting at the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference on the success of Randall and their young bench. Can the Knicks continue this up, continue this performance, continue this run of success and make the playoffs and have success in the playoffs? Yeah, the Knicks are, I'd say, a top five team in the East. Um, wow. But also, I think, obviously, the trade of Derrick Rose to the Knicks is a big part of this recent success. Uh, granted, he did miss the past six, seven games, I think. Well, seven, including tomorrow against, uh, I think, Philadelphia. But, uh, yeah, they're playing pretty good. Obviously, Julius Randle, we talked about him being most improved. Uh, he's averaging 21, 11, and 6 this uh, season. Um, but, yeah, also shout out to Tom Thibodeau, too, for, you know, proving that, you know, he's still a good coach in today's league. Um, I know yeah. a lot of people didn't really like the hiring at first, so, uh, but, you know, he's proven to be uh, a good fit for the New York Knicks. Um, like you said, Zach, the sixth seed right now, the yeah. 21 and 21. Um 12 and 7 at home, 9 and 14 away. They're 1 and 5 in the division. I don't know who's in the division, but they don't really play good against them, I guess. And they're 14 and 13 uh, in the Eastern Conference against East teams. Um, they're also, what, 6 and 4 last 10 games. So they're an all right team. I mean, they do play in the East. So obviously, a 21 and 21 record is a playoff spot in the East. Uh, but. <laughs> in the east yeah <laughs> but uh, also shout out to rj barrett i actually looked uh i saw a pretty mm-hmm. interesting stat this uh this month Facts. he's averaging 21 points five rebounds three assists on 53 percent shooting from the field and 42 percent from three this season all... no this is for march the month of march oh god i was like dang i missed <laughs> i really missed out huh yeah but those are all career highs to him so he's playing good obviously Jules randall's playing excellent um yeah. Superstar yeah, so, level. My God. Yeah. Knicks are underrated, I think, just because off of uh, off of name talent. They don't have a lot of name, names that jump out at you, like Randall and Barrett. You would think of, you know, a Zion and a uh, I'm blanking. Why am I blanking? Zion and why am I blanking? John Morant. God. Be, you know, golly, that was, that was ass. Sorry. You're, you're I, I, I formally apologize for that one. Sorry. 
Um, but, you know, John and Zion jumped out a lot more in that draft because they were higher picks and, you know, Barrett fell to three to the Knicks. A lot of Knicks fans are disappointed about that, but he's coming into his own and, you know, stepping up and putting up nice numbers with Randall. So, and they got a nice bench. Uh, so with uh, Emmanuel quickly. Wow. That's crazy. Um, so shout out the Knicks. Uh, I kind of disrespected the Knicks in the beginning of this podcast. So kind of ripped them off and said they just fall out of the playoffs because they're the Knicks. I, I, I'll, I'll come out and say it. I didn't know my shit. Um, didn't know what the Knicks were doing. So shout out. Shout out everybody in New York going crazy with the Knicks. So my bad. But uh, they got decent talent. Can, can they continue the playoff run? Can they win in the playoffs is another question. Can they win if they get into the playoffs? Can they beat somebody in a series? Yikes. Yeah, first round exit. First round yes. exit. Okay. If they make it. Okay, if they make it. Damn. I I uh. Rip. I have Rip. a very 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 different analysis of the Knicks than you guys. I personally was on the Knicks train. I think at the beginning of the year, and I think they I said they'd be a playoff team, and I still think they will be. Uh-huh. But I, I'm a little more hesitant now. So I, I went through the record. They're 17 and six against teams that are below 500 and not just below 500 teams. Like these are like the Pistons, the Cavs, the Thunder, like the worst teams in the NBA. They are five and 16 against teams above 500. So they're sitting at 21 and 21. That's two. Yeah. That's not, that's not that great. All right. So they're beating terrible teams that aren't going to make the playoffs maybe they'll make the playoffs in the east i don't know because in the east you might get in i don't know if you could get in with a losing record now yeah, you're I gonna think that, yeah eighth, eighth, eighth spot right now i think is a losing record okay so so then you know maybe that but that's besides the point i'm just saying they're, they're not really beating up any good teams at all but they do have six players averaging double digits which is really impressive in my opinion considering that, you know, Julius Randle's kind of emerged as the guy, but they have, it's just showing that they have a really, really uh, wide variety of scoring, but also ball movement um, and just a ton of guys that they trust. Now, one of the other things is their strength of schedule is 28, so it's not good. It's not good, yet their records is 21 and 21. Um, their payroll. I looked into their payroll. This this is astounding to me because this is comparable to the Rays, uh, oh, the, wow. the Tampa Bay Rays that yeah. just made the World Series. They have one player over making over ten million a year. Damn. That's Julius oh. Randle at eighteen point nine. No one else on the team is making over ten million. That's Damn. surprising. Is unbelievable. I didn't look into where that ranks in the NBA in terms of payroll, but. I have to imagine that's pretty low and or in terms of like lowest payrolls. Now team stats, let's move on to team stats. They're third in defensive rating. You guys remember earlier when we were talking about stats that lead directly to yep. wins, this yep. was, this was yep. number one, or you could say oh, offensive wow. rating. One of those two, if you're good at those, you're winning. The only problem true. is true. They're 23rd in offensive rating. So Damn. It seems like it's offsetting each other because they're 21 and 21. I'm not really impressed with their team stats uh, as a a team. I'm just not really impressed with what they put out. I'm looking, I I just, I took a screenshot. I'm looking at them right now, 21 and 21, obviously. That's 13th in the league, which to me is actually impressive considering they're 500 and they're 13th in the league. (laughs) Uh, margin of victory is minus 0. 0.2, 0. 0.02. So their average game, they're losing, uh, which it's they're 21 21. Yeah, so whatever. 21, it, right. it, it, it makes sense, kind of. Their pace is horrible. It's dead last in the, the, the league. They have the worst pace in the NBA. Wow. Well, so, what do you mean in terms of pace? Pace is like up and down the court, moving the ball. Like, so like uh, a good high pace team would be. Hmm, I guess it would probably be like the Thunder. Oh, do the Thunder play with high pace? Think uh-huh. of the Thunder back then with Harden, James, or sorry, LeBron. God, LeBron. It's just like slow possession. It's just yeah, like, it's slow like you play like uh, 
do you play do you play on the fast break or do you play center court mid like do you like do you run the shot clock down and get a good shot or do you play hard and fast and drive to the basket and get fouls you know yes that's exactly what it is um i see so I, I just ran through their stats. Yeah. I wasn't one of the reasons. Yeah, one, re- one of the reasons uh, Virginia has gotten has been upset in two of the past three tournaments is because their pace is pace is bad. Shout out yes. everybody watching March Madness. So the, the problem is going crazy. Yeah. Follow Twitter for updates on March Madness too. Yes. But pace really affects. Uh, pace is an underrated stat, I think, because if you don't match the tempo of the other team, you're going to get blown out. You're going to get ran over, and you can't keep up. So. Yeah, and and exactly. So that that was what I was going to bring up. If you're not if you're not really exhausting another team or making them work, it, it's a little right. bit easier to defend when you're in an offense or in, in a half court set than it is right. on the fast break, especially if you have good fast break players. Now that would lead me to look at their team. I don't see any fast break players outside of Derrick Rose, who's been hurt. Right. Am I missing somebody? Is there somebody else there that that I guess RJ Barrett lately? Uh, I mean, quickly, he's, he's so inconsistent in my opinion. Yeah, he is inconsistent. So, um, so their their team stats aren't that good, guys. The, the defensive rating is the best thing. Yeah, they're they're it's it's not really impressive. Just looking at this graphic that I got from Basketball Reference, their turnovers, they turn the ball over so much. It's unbelievable. 11% of the time they have the ball, they turn it over. That's insane, which is not wow. – surprisingly, <laughs> that's not last in the league. But uh, but that that's just alarming in my opinion. So I know you mentioned, Mohammed earlier that – how have they been since Rose? So I looked it up. I um, did a little stat searching on that. They're 7-3 in games that Derrick Rose plays for them. However, the same narrative, only one of those teams had a winning record. So I'm still kind of questioning. Um, I just, I, I want to see them beat some good teams. I'm not expecting yeah. them to go out and beat the Nets and beat the Sixers and like right. those, you know, maybe you win one of those every once in a while, but I, I just want to see them show that they can be the team that they're probably going to see in the playoffs should they make the playoffs. I mean, who right. who would they who would they play in the playoffs right now? Right now, let's check it out. I don't know if they're even a playoff team. I don't think yeah, they are. Six, they're the sixth seed. Oh, they're they? the seventh. They're the seventh seed. So if if we're assuming that you know after the play-in tournament, they're the seventh seed, they would play Milwaukee. Now they're but, the sixth seed, bro. No, the Hawks. To... The, the Hawks won today. I'm pretty sure they're two games above 500 now. So. The Hawks are the five seed, right? No. Dude, I'm looking at updated as of now. All right, then. Well, then they would play the Bucks, right? They would play the Bucks. Okay, then they'll get obliterated. Let's say. Yeah. I mean, okay. Look at. So it's basically the top three teams are kind of like separated from four through eight, right? In terms of like record, or is it um, four through? Yes, you're right. It's four through. Okay, yeah, four so through let's eight. say they're let's say they're the fourth or fifth or sixth seed. Who would they play? So if they're the fourth seed. And you replace Miami, yeah. then they'll play Miami or Atlanta. Or they'll play like the Miami or the Hawks, those. right? Yeah. Yep. I, I think they could. I, I kind of agree with you, Mohammed. I think they're probably a first round exit, but I would say for the Knicks this year, if you make the playoffs, that's a win. That's absolutely. A, yeah, that's I, I say, I say win. to me, they exceed the expectations. I'd expect like them the, to be this. Good. And I'm not, I'm uh-huh. not saying they're, they're not good. And I, I chose, I picked them to make the playoffs, and I still think they will. I just personally, I was. I thought they were better than they were than they are. You know what I mean? Like when I really looked into it, I was like, okay, they're not actually this good, but you know, they're respectable. Right. And I think they could I think they could beat the Hornets if somehow they could ever get that matchup, but I don't think that'll be possible. Cause I'm pretty sure I think I think Hawks, Hawks and Hornets they could probably beat if they met them in the playoffs. (laughs) But other than that, they're not beating Miami, they're not beating Milwaukee. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody like we we talked about Milwaukee or Miami like what was it last week or something and yeah. two weeks ago or something and I talked about Miami guys a lot. that they were on like a eight game winning streak or something I forget what it was but now they're all the way up to the four seed they were in like the ten seed or something yeah um, they they stood in the surge and that's and, credit to Jimmy Butler underrated MVP candidate exactly um so the and they just just acquired Trevor Ariza as well so yeah. they're they're I think they're loading up for another run. 
safe to say. Thanks for mentioning Ariza there, because that's a good segue into our next topic, which is about recent no trades. Recent trades. Uh, recent trades um, over the deadline was PJ Tucker to the Bucks, Trevor Ariza to the Heat, Myers Leonard to the Thunder, and then there's rumors that Myers Leonard would be dropped and maybe not in the league for a while after those and you know bad comments on um and I, we went into that detail last last episode but about the jewish on, community yep thoughts on uh pj tucker to the bucks and trevor Ariza to the heat thoughts 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 i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna just make the bucks let me both better yeah let me just list let's talk about the box first that trade i'm gonna just list what the trade was just for clarity for everybody sure Bucks sure. traded dj augustine dj wilson and a 2023 first round pick to the rockets for pj tucker and Rody rodians how did that head don't even try i don't know <laughs> along with requiring its 2022 first round pick houston will also have the rights to swap the 2021 second round pick for this year should should the Bucks uh, somehow have a better pick? Mm-hmm. So now they got they got Tucker, but that yeah. was that was the trade. Just the is that is that a good trade to y'all? Well, Tucker's decent on the defensive end, right? I mean that that could help them out, I guess. But they already have Giannis. They already have decent defenders in the post. So I don't know. They need yeah. He's only there for shooting, right? I mean, I guess he could I mean PJ well Tucker. There. Yeah, PJ Tucker, I think it was a good pickup. Yeah. Do they need him? I don't know. I mean, he's uh I mean what they have Bobby Porters off the bench who yeah. basically plays the same position. Um right. uh what they have Brooke Lopez, they have Giannis, yeah. obviously. So PJ Tucker, I think is a good pickup defensively and shooting and maybe leadership, I guess. But yeah. For them Shoot, to bro. give a, a DJ Augustine I mean, I know they have Dante and they have Drew Holiday as small guards. Wasn't DJ their backup point guard off the bench? Yeah, they should. Yeah. I don't know if they yeah. should, have, should have gotten rid of they DJ might. Augustine. I don't I wonder know if I they think. play Giannis at point or a point forward like that, even though that's kind of I didn't know Augustine was on the Bucks. How many minutes is he playing? Hold on. You, uh, man, you're, you should have paid attention to the NBA before 2016, bro. <laughs> wow. <laughs> disrespected let me let me say this though pj yeah. tucker is shooting yeah. career lows this year oh he plays I mean, for rockets so i mean it's something to think about i don't while, while zach looks i'm gonna just Damn. Gonna just give my thoughts i i don't think this really does anything i i know he's a veteran that does some of that dirty work that does like all that get up in your face like stick up for your teammates that kind of stuff yeah but the Bucks issue is not this. It's not like I mean, I do think they need more shooters, right. but is, yeah, this is the, not their it's issue. It's not right. addressing the real issue, which is yep. coaching, in my yes. opinion. And then after that, Giannis and Middleton. You, yes. you gotta be better in the playoffs. I mean, Giannis is great Significantly in the playoffs, but he needs to yeah. he needs to figure out a way to be more efficient. I'm sorry, effective. Middleton yes. just needs to be consistent. He just needs right. to be what 185 or 170 he needs to he needs to, he needs to live up to his his regular season averages in the playoffs yes he has not and they need uh one of their guards because um eric bledsoe was not you know scoring as not a, as, he was not a convenient or consistent third option so they need drew holiday to you know step up and make big plays and make decent plays so i like that i like where the bucks are at i think they're as a three seed they're they're a little bit underrated if they get too much hype you know obviously that puts more of a target on their back so i like them going into the playoffs as an underrated you know team because that gives them more of an edge maybe against teams so that might give them an advantage because they just been so overrated the last couple of playoffs they just haven't got it done haven't gotten to the finals consistently or haven't even gotten to the finals, so when yeah, they, when they when they really they even made it out of the second round. I mean, oh my god, they no. did two two years ago. Then they make it, it to the conference finals the and then lost to the, the Raptors. The Raptors. Quiet, Raptors. They lost to yeah. So that was, rip. Hmm, yeah, so tough. that'll be that'll be tough. Now uh, uh, for the Myers Leonard one. Though. Yeah, the Myers Leonard one. 
here, mean, here let me let me read off the, the criteria for that one as well. So Leonard, who had to he had to waive a no trade clause for this to happen. He had a no trade clause in his contract, and he did it out of respect for the Miami Heat organization, as he put it. He right. will not be an active part of the Thunder moving forward, according yeah. to the team. And yeah. he's likely going to be waived unless the team can do something else with its contract prior to the trade deadline. So the Thunder, yeah. uh, <laughs> the Thunder have acquired, this is, this is insane. The Thunder have acquired 17 first round picks and 15 second round picks between now and 2027, Damn. which is insane. But that was the main reason it's they made sad. this trade was for the, the pick. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. That's just yeah. ridiculous. Yep. That's just ridiculous. It's going to be stacked. The, we know too. how Sam Presti drafts. I yep. mean, we know how he drafts. We're going to be, they're going to be stacked. Damn. With Shy yep. already there? Yep. My guy SGA. I mean, they don't even have a bad young team. They really don't. They don't. They don't. They, yeah, they have, they have no, a decent yeah. team. Dort is, Dort is a respectable defender and can, can shoot well on good nights. Shoots pretty bad on other nights, but he's still an all around decent defender. They got different players off the bench too, so I mean they're they're exciting and they're not they're not as bad as they they may seem. You know they're still you know not like the bad 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 of the West. They still can win games and stuff. So damn, Thunder are set up though. All right. What do you think, Mohammed? Yeah. Hmm? What do you think of that? He just, like he just. I mean, he just said that. It's just. I mean, it's. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, the first round picks. If they're not at least a top three team in the West in the next what ten years. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah. They, like, you can't mess up that many picks, man. Honestly, at least, at least a couple of friends. Not. I don't know. I know. Maybe that can mess that up. <laughs> maybe, maybe at least a couple of franchise players, but that's that's saying a lot. But I mean, it depends. Aren't most of them uh, protected too? Right. Yeah. So yeah, we have to see how many, how those turn out. What do, what do we think of Ariza though to the Heat? I know we spoke on it the, the, a little bit the last second segment. God, bleh, I can't speak tonight. All right, I just can't. I don't know what's going on. But uh, like, how does that benefit the Heat? Personally, I think it it really helps the Heat. I think Ariza is a big pickup. Yeah, for three and D man. Yep. Yeah, Ariza is decent on the Heat. I think. You know, anybody that's a good defender in 3 and D is going to be a nice pickup for your team. So I think it helps Jimmy Butler, especially. Yeah. Because I think it can help him not have to guard the best player on the other team. Yeah. And yeah. that could really help Jimmy offensively because, you know, I, I, Jimmy doesn't really put up too many huge scoring games. But I think he's definitely capable of it because we've seen it. I mean, besides he doesn't, he doesn't, he doesn't try to. He's a, he's a big team player. Yeah, That's he yeah. he, he yep. is. But it might be important that he does do that at some points and yeah. not exhausting Perhaps. himself on the defensive end. I mean, as Bulls fans, I'm sure we can all remember what it was like when he was our best defender and yep. our best player, yep. <laughs> and, and the best teammate in the league. That's right. and still the best teammate in the league. That's he, he, he brings everybody up on the team. He tries to get everybody their due process. Yeah. Especially so. on those Sixers teams too. Yeah. Yes, sir. One of, one of the one of the best players in the league and underrated and certainly a top 10 player in my opinion. Yeah. But moving on, new vaccine guidelines. So I'm going to pass this off to Will because he seems to be our statistician. If you want to say that, I guess uh, that's he, this he, is not what it is, bro. He seems to be the math the math guy. He's got the facts. Mad respect, uh, <laughs> subtle flex for Will, but Will, if you've got the guidelines about the vaccine, please let us well, know. So there, there is not much to this actually. It's just pretty oh, okay. much just so the the quote is: fully vaccinated people do not have. To quarantine after exposure to coronavirus and can have both friends and family visit them anywhere without having to get tested or register with the team. Vaccinated individuals can start dining at restaurants, do not have to wear masks at team facilities and have more flexibility to leave hotels and travel and whatnot. So the bigger aspect of this was the NBA is trying to get the country to vaccinate. Right now, only 22% of the country has been vaccinated fully 
So I don't know what that stat would be if you're just doing the first vaccine. I don't know what that is, but it's, I mean, that's big. It is big. And I think this is good. I think these um, requirement guidelines, guidelines, I would call them, could, should impact the NBA players and make them want to take it, hopefully. Yeah, Which I think is a bigger whole, thing. Go on, right. sorry. No, I was going to say, more players probably will try to get vaccinated just because of those guidelines you just read off. The whole, you know, they don't have to quarantine if they expose a virus, so they don't have to miss games. Because a lot of players have missed games just because you know, of tracing and, you know, exposure to the virus. And even if they do end up being negative the next day or two, well, what was it? Kevin Durant, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly, like KD. I actually started coughing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but exactly, I mean, they basically get to – I want I want to say, like, Released from the shackles, but you know they get to free roam a little bit. You know, yeah. I'm, 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 <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> I'm just saying, just because of the whole protocol that NBA has, you know, established. You know, shackles. I'm sure if players, you know, see they can see friends and family, they could, you know, leave the, the hotel. Uh huh. Friends and family and other acquaintances. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Are you talking about like? Atlanta, certain oh, things in Atlanta. That. That's not going to get into any details. I mean, Dude, so, I guarantee you, as soon as James Harden gets vaccinated, oh, if he has no. it, he's going to disappear oh, for two no. weeks. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. I mean, a lot, a, lot of guys, a lot of guys get to, you know, more leisure, more leisure time. So, uh-huh. Good way to put it. Good way. Good, good, good word choice there at the end, Mom. I appreciate that. All right. But our, our, a rolling debate of this episode is going to be a player player versus debate of Steve Nash versus the likes of Jason Kidd. All right. Uh, we have discussed Steph versus Dame in the clutch last episode. We've had some debates about Steph before. There was no debate. It was one of us or two of us were right. And then another person was wrong. Oh, Just want to make what, that clear. That's, that's your opinion. But moving on, we got this one. We've already got some opinions about this before. Uh, we pers- we have personally <laughs> talked about this before. But your thoughts, Will and Mohammed first. Unless you want me to go first. Of course. I, want, I want you to go first. We went first last time, and you think that we have the same pick. Evidently, so damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it. I, was I didn't thinking, say, I, was, I didn't say that. I'm just saying that's what you think. No, I'm saying, damn it, I go first because I oh, like, yeah. I was thinking about this earlier today. I was like, damn, they're gonna want to put you on the spot, bro. Because I like, I like getting the giving the rebuttal and you know, being able to go in on y'all, you know, because that's how I win. But I'm going with Steve Nash, Steve Nash, the two time MVP. Let I remind y'all, Jason Kidd has not won. An MVP. Let me also remind you, Steve Nash is a better shooter. He scores better, I think, as well. I think he's personally a better passer. Um, I think he also has more of a presence on the court where, you know, Jason Kidd is more of, you know, he's good, but he's not the best option on the team most times. So I think Steve Nash is the best option on most teams leads the offense, just has an overall better presence. 50-40-90 club as well, just a better free throw shooter too. So that's my first couple of instances. I'm, uh, I also want to say, I mean, Steve Nash just uh, – you just got to look at his resume with the Suns, look at his resume with anybody else. He's just an overall baller. Something tells me that your presence. you just – you look at one that had hair. And then the other one didn't really have hair. And that's oh, you think you that's funny, huh? This. You think that's funny, huh? I'm just I just know you. That's yeah, the kind you, of argument you would present. Yeah, that's, funny, this, huh? you know? that's not the kind of arguments I present. That's disrespectful to me. That's disrespectful to me, damn it. That's that's kind of what I let's go. You go you go next. No, you go next. No, Will, you go next. No, Will, you go next since you want to chime in. So so Will, so apparently you said Steve Nash is a good player for the Suns and the Suns only because his career after the Suns were just nothing but just shallow, hollow 
years with Hello, the Lakers. Hollow Lears. Well, um, that's because didn't work too well together. So, so, game. so Steve Nash is a Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd has made to three finals. Steve Nash, zero. Steve Nash has zero rings. Jason Kidd has one. Okay. So Jason Kidd has played 19 seasons in the league. Steve Nash, 18. So Jason Kidd's stats may be a little bit more career-wise totals, but Jason Kidd has made the playoffs five more times than Steve Nash has. He's made the All-Star game two more times than Steve Nash has. He's made the NBA, an All-NBA first team five times, Steve Nash only three times. Total selections, Steve Nash seven, kids six. So he has made total selections. Uh, defensive first teams, though, Jason Kidd was a four-time first-team All-Defensive as a Speak point it. guard. He has nine total selections as a defensive player, All-NBA. Oh, yeah. Steve Nash, zero first team, How many? zero All-Defense. Can you just – I didn't hear it. Can you say it louder what'd for the say, people? What'd, what'd you say, what'd you say it louder? Like, Dude, I, there's my friend back here. Can't hear it. Oh, God. What's, what's, what's that word you used last week, Will? A big fat <laughs> goose, goose egg. egg. Goose egg. Oh, Yikes. Goose egg. Reminds me of Steph Both. Curry in the clutch. <laughs> oh my God! Another, another with this bullshit. Both, of, both of them has led the league in assists five times in the career, so they're tied with that. Uh, moving so the, on though. Okay. The whole scoring thing. Steve Nash has what? Steve Nash career-wise has only scored uh, averaged fourteen points a game. Jason Kidd about thirteen, so not that far off in terms of scoring. Rebounds. Jason Kidd has yeah. averaged 6.3 for his career. Steve Nash, three rebounds a game. Assists, yeah. about the same. Kid career-wise, 8.7. Nash, 8.5. So, career-wise, you know, the assists are there. Steals, though, Steve Nash has averaged 0.7 steals. Jason Kidd, 1.9, so about two steals a game. <sighs> Total games, though, Jason Kidd has played about 100 and... Oh, it's about 75 more games than Steve Nash. Um, I'll just round it up to 1,400 for Kid, and then basically 1,250 for Steve Nash. So about 150. Um, but okay. those are just those are just stats wise, stats. So based based off stats, Jason Kidd is a better all around player. All around more. Though. All around, yeah. though. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he's a better player because he's better all around. That's Lastly, like people saying LeBron oh. is a better all-around player. I'm like, you're saying he's a better player. Okay? That's that's right. what it means. Uh, Jason on. Kidd okay. also is third all-time in career triple doubles with 107, only trailing Magic Johnson and Oscar Robinson. He's also number two all-time in postseason triple doubles at 11, trailing Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... I'm not even get to career totals because obviously Jason Kidd's played way more games. Well, not way more, but a lot more games than Steve Nash. So, but you, Man, you get the idea. If I if I got handed those two resumes, yikes! I I just Steve I'd Nash, meet with obviously. my I'd meet I'd meet with my team and be like, guys, it's clear. Let me let me give Steve Nash some credit here. All right, that 50, 40, 90 club triple crown, that's been yeah, done. Uh, how many times by eight different players? I think it's like 13 times. I don't yeah. even remember the exact amount. AD did it last year, I think. Um, did he? Mm-hmm. I believe. At least that's what I was reading. But don't – I don't really care about that. The point is Steve Nash has done it four times. The only yep, other player to do it more than once is Larry Bird, which is really impressive company. I got to think Steph Curry should be able to do it at some point again. Maybe Durant. But that's that's elite company. So as a shooter, I don't even think it's close. Obviously, Steve Nash is is one of the best shooters ever. Yeah. If he if he we were talking about today on the court, Mohammed. If if Steve Nash just shot the ball more, he he might have been the that might have been the reason that the Suns never made the final or never won the finals and made it is just because he just wasn't offensively more like he didn't shoot enough. And I was saying, like, maybe if he grew up in this era, it would be different, you know, because the point guards are such, you know, scoring point guards. So with that shooting, those shooting percentages, Steve Nash could be lethal. He really could be lethal. He was um, lethal. I can't remember all the stats you you, you listed. He's sixth in career assist percentage, which is, is pretty good. Um, his career 
PER is 20. I forget where that range was like 20th or something career wise. He's a career 90% free throw shooter, which is amazing. I mean, there's, there's, we get it. All right, Zach, we get it. He's a great shooter. Yeah. Uh, but he's also a great scorer. He barely scored more Bro. than. So, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, look at these, these playoff averages for kid right now. I don't see anything. Wait, 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 wait. I was just about to talk about that. I'll talk about it. Okay. Give me a second. Here. Okay. All sorry. right. So playoff averages for Steve Nash versus what you said. You said the re- regular season or just career averages. In the playoffs, he averages 17.3 points per game. So he goes up by three points. 8.8 assists, virtually the same thing. 3.5 rebounds, almost the same thing. 0.6 steals, basically the same thing. Now, kids. You went through kids' uh, averages, I believe. I don't think you mentioned how many steals he averaged per game. 1.9. So, basically, two. That's elite. That is I said, elite. I said that. Oh, you did? I made, okay. I, I, made, I made sure to say that because Steve Nash has not averaged more than one steal per game ever in his ever. career. Yeah. So, there, there, there's this is kind of like this Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry debate we have, Zach, where you, you just pick Steph. I'm like, yes, Steph offensively easily better than Isaiah Thomas. But you have to look at the other side of the ball. And that, to me, is what separates these two. All around. All around. Jason Kidd is a significantly better defender. So let me go through playoff averages for Kidd, which I'm assuming you were just about to do. 12.9 points per game. There you go. Essentially the same thing. Eight assists per game. 12 12 points is significantly lower than 17. No, no, no. I'm talking about to his regular season. His regular season. He he, he basically scores the same amount, basically has the same amount of assists, basically has the same amount of rebounds, and has the exact same amount of steals. So he doesn't exactly elevate too much statistically in the playoffs. There you go. He's he's elevated to three finals. But he's gone to three finals, and he's won a finals. Now, let me go. who, Who carried him on New Jersey? Okay, whatever. Who carried him? What do you mean, who, whatever? Who carried him? <laughs> Talk about the other two times. He did. What? He went to the finals twice in New Jersey, once with the Mavs. Please tell me, did he ever Mavericks. have Omar Stoudemire or Sean Marion on, on the New Jersey Nets like Steve Nash did? I'm pretty no. sure the, the two years that Steve Nash won the MVP, Omar Stoudemire was having career highs in points and rebounds. So and tell Kobe, me. you can't even talk about Kobe Bryant those years. The only reason Kobe didn't win those those years, the, the MVPs those years, is because his team didn't win enough. Now let me keep going though. Career three free throw percentage for kid is 78. So not not even close to Nash. His career PER is also less than Nash, 18. So See, look at this. Career but your, PER, your PER is an offensive stat. It's oh an offensive gosh. stat. So it's not even considering the other time side of the ball. He's a 10-time All-Star. I mean, but here, the the (laughs) part that separates them two, Zach, is the all-defensive first teams, all-defensive second teams, and all-defense. And and then the the steals. His defense is just better. Like, he's just a better defender. And the ultimate goal of the NBA, to win a championship. Kid did it. He, he did it. You can say, oh, Dirk carried him, blah, blah, blah. Kid was great. He was great in that series. He was great. Playoffs, playoffs. He was great in the playoffs. And great in that playoffs. But I'm just saying, like, specifically that series, he didn't get carried. He he held his own, and he was, what, 38 years old or whatever? 38 years old, and he got assigned LeBron James to guard in the finals, by the way, just, just to point that out. And, so, and that's why did he get assigned that? Because his defense is elite. So if we were just looking at offense, you could have an argument, I, I would say. But I don't think barely, defense, it, barely, barely, because it they're they're really similar offensively. Honestly, you you mentioned this this titles. Uh, one stat I I looked up, I didn't say I don't think was there plus minus for Nash. It's career is, yeah. is three, for for uh, kid it's three point eight. I don't personally like that stat too much. I think it's a pretty flawed stat. But plus minus. I, just, I think plus minus is a, a very good stat, but continue. Well, um, that, that's basically what I want to say. Why do you think that? It just shows overall their impact. It's the, it's the closest stat to show their offensive impact. 
That's P-E-R, that's P-E-R my points. friend. That would be P-E-R. Oh, come on. No, you just said P-E-R is a floss dad, too. No, I said, oh, I said P-E-R is an offensive stat. Dude, I'm going to roll the tape again this week, bro. I rolled the tape last week, and you were wrong. I'm going to roll the tape again oh, this week. I said P-E-R is an offensive stat. It is not a flawed stat. It's just an offensive stat. Go on. I want to know about this. You've had your turn. You've had your he, turn. He I'm doesn't just, know what he's talking about. Let's just wrap it up. It's, it's, obviously, it's obviously kid. He always he's just shooting and scoring. He acts like that's what makes a player better. Like it's Steph Curry, bro. Offensive presence. I admit you're wrong. Just admit you're wrong, bro. Apparently, Steph Curry is the best player of all time just because he's a better scorer and shooter than most guys. Oh, my Apparently. God. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, we're talking about best. who's a better player, not who's a better scorer or shooter. Like, if that's the case, then, yeah, Steve Nash is it. That's 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 your argument. That's your argument winning. But we're talking about who's a better player, bro. It's obviously kids. So just please stop bringing up. Oh, look at his PR. Look at his scoring, his shooting. Oh my goodness. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> look at his assist. What the? He's a better hell? passer. He's a better passer. Better passer. passer. No. Jason, they they average the same amount of assists. I'll take I'll take my my, my guy Nash. I'll say I'll say that points, I do think Nash. And yeah. I'll say that Nash probably. Let me, in let me terms say, of let me say you were better. talking about the talk about you talk about you talk about kid taking back to back teams the Jer- New Jersey Nets in the East to back to back finals. That's not a feat. Dude, the East That's was good feat. back then, dude. Nash, no, I'm, no, I'm that is not nearly as good. Not nearly as good as the West was when Nash was there with the Lakers and Spurs dynasties, and Nash still carried the Suns into the deep into the playoffs. Deep enough not to go to the finals. I mean, what? Jason Kidd had to go Lakers through the Sixers. He had to go through the Pistons. Had to go through those are dynasties. Okay, they're still good the teams. He still went to the finals. He still went to the finals. He still led them somewhere. Okay, that's fine, but it's still in the East. If Nash was on those teams, they would have won the finals. Maybe they would have won the finals. Yeah. With the oh, 17 points no. and eight assists? No. Absolutely. And no. shooting. And those 50, 47, 40, and 90. The, the, the fact that the fact that you talk about all this efficiency and he never averaged more than 20 points a game, this is weird. All this scoring you're talking about. He's never averaged 20 points. He wasn't a scorer, bro. He just mm-hmm. shot. Maybe he made those shots because he was open or he just dribbled a little bit and then took mid-range. If he was actually a scorer that you're trying to make him sick to be, at least he'd at least have a couple 20-point per game seasons. Has he had that? No. I'm I'm done. He has he has had. What is this whole scoring that he's you're talking about, bro? Wait, if when has Nash ever averaged twenty points per I'm, game? I'm, that's what I'm asking. Has he ever even averaged over twenty five points a game? No, he's never averaged five. twenty. Okay, twenty. Never, he's never averaged twenty. 20. Yeah. that's crazy. So this whole scoring thing, he, he's not that prolific scorer. I'll take, I, I'll take the rebounder, the sister, the leader, the playmaker, way better than than whoever that is. The Canadian. I, you're talking I wanna. About, bro. I I have to say this, Zach. Your yeah. your lack of paying attention to basketball before 2016. The East was good back then, dude. It was really but good. But not nearly as good as the West. Not I mean, the yes. I'm, I'm, I mean, the 04 no. Pistons. 04 Pistons beat the Lakers, who had Carl Malone, <laughs> okay, Gary Payton. The dynasty, no Lakers and Spurs had dynasties, no. I'm trying to no, say that's who that's who Jason Kidd beat. Well, okay, if you're talking about he beat those, that teams. team that beat the Lakers. To go to the finals. That was a fluke, Lear. That was a fluke. Oh my god. Oh Come my on. god. Come on. Everybody knows that the Pistons team was just on one, but still. That was one of the best teams. That, uh, name name well, not right. name three players on the Pistons team, Zach. Uh Ben Wallace. Rashid Wallace. And it's enough right there. You're missing like the most you obvious. You, you oh can't even God, name the finals MVP. You can't even name finals. Let's just wrap Chauncey it up, Billups. bro. Chauncey Billups. This man's, Chauncey that Billups. man's just talking just to talk, Chauncey bro. Let's, let's wrap it up. There was a guy on that team that played for the Bulls, too. Wrap it up. No, they're, they're, I, I, I got to find one more stat, bro, because those Phoenix teams, uh, but he has to go up against those teams. Oh, my God. Bro, anyway. dude, those, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm those Phoenix teams Nash. were really good. Those, those teams Nash played with were really good. Just want to say, right. yeah, they were facts. good enough to win the finals. There's no excuse. The, the Mavericks, when they won the finals, no one thought that was happening. No one. They, they The road the Mavericks had to to win the finals. Okay, but he's a role player on that team. Kid is a role player on that team. He's not better than Dirk. Dirk carried the Mavs most of those that playoff. So, <coughs> moving on. I mean, at 38. We got, so, whatever. We got, good thing Jason Kill is 38, and good thing he was a point guard, not – 
My death oh is scoring. Oh my god. <laughs> my mood's ruined. Last night. So mentally ill. Godly. Uh, whatever. Take a Nash. <laughs> Take a Nash. Next time. Let, let's wrap this up with bold takes. Bold takes last week. Mohammed said Harden would climb the MVP ladder to the front. I mean, it, it might happen with LeBron out, but it didn't happen. I'm gonna, give that, an, so. I'm gonna give that an X. Uh, Bulls six seed. Uh, I don't think that happened. So, and they have not done a blockbuster trade. So, yes. rip. Uh, I said Warriors and Bulls five seeds. I I don't think the Warriors are no. in five seed now. No. And the Nets. And the Nets on a losing streak. No. You sure? I mean, are we sure? I'm not. Yes, they are. They're on a lo- one-game losing streak. That's that's not a losing streak. Count that's it, one sir. game. Count it. Count that take. I'm so desperate to be right, bro. Count that take. Uh, Steph Curry is not losing the MVP race. Strip <laughs> and pieces. And John Madden does not on the Warriors. So is Steph even playing? No, he has been injured. Yeah. Now. So tailbone. He's out with a tailbone injury. Jordan Poole and Wiggins are stepping up. Yikes. But uh, Will Jordan said Poole. the Suns will be the number one team. Uh, yeah, close, yikes. but no cigar. There mm-hmm. are the two seed. Um, no, they're Murray, the, the Murray, three. Jamal three Murray under 15 points this, this last week. I, I don't think that's... Let me, let me go uh, check I mean, that, that game. Been, that would have been, been pretty big news. 19... He had 19. He had 34. Woo! Yikes, Will. He had uh, 16 No, no, as no, well. no. I said specifically against the Bulls. Oh, well, specifically had 30, he had against the Bulls. So, yeah, nice. so rip. Oh, um, what did you say here? Wizards losing to the Nets. Did that happen? I, I don't no, think No, I said that... the Nets losing to the Wizards. That didn't, that didn't happen. Dude, you. Said you... Wiz- oh. No, I, I must nice. have written these down wrong. Shit. It's not but... bold if I said the Wizards lose to the Oh, Nets. yeah, you're right. You're right. God, and Lonzo did not go to the Hornets. So oh. that's like I'm the only one who has gotten a take right this last week. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, be that the Nets won't. are on a losing streak. Oh. A one game losing streak. Okay. Oh, bold takes this week. Thoughts, 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 thoughts. Let me go, go first. I'm going to go first. Okay. Uh, <coughs> hmm. Hmm. Let me take a look at these standings. Hmm. I'm going to say that the Hawks will, will get hmm. – I'm going to say that the Hawks will lo- go on a losing streak after this, this eight win. Is that, bold, is that bold enough? I don't know if that's bold enough. That's kind of weak. My bad. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Um, I'm going to say that the Lakers drop out of the playoffs this week. That's that's insane. Is that, is that even possible? I don't think it's possible. It isn't. Whatever. Okay. Lakers <laughs> drop out of the playoffs this week. If, if it happens, then you are uh, a <laughs> I'm also going to say Warriors – uh, right, jump, to, jump, jump to five seed. Here we go with the Warriors. No, okay, I think I think those are both bold enough. Anyone else? I, I have bold takes, Mohammed. You go though, because I, I got to check this one thing to make sure. Uh, Alonzo Ball will be traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. Wow. Okay. Really? Huh. I. Uh, Is that it? Nope. Okay. I, I I'm gonna say this. I'm going to say that the Houston Rockets will win three straight games starting Damn, tomorrow. Yeah, that's bold. That's bold. <laughs> are they still on that losing streak? No. I, or yes, they are. They yeah, are. They still, 18, they've lost 19 right? in a row. 19. 19 in a row. Guys, Damn. when we talk about MVP, we might have to consider Christian Wood because they literally <laughs> haven't won a game without him. They're terrible. No, they lost. They lost two games with him. So. Well, I know, but they haven't won a game without him. 
They've literally since he got. I, I think I think it would be bold if you just said they won. I don't know if you need to say yeah, three game win streak. You know what? I'm gonna be bold. All right, okay. I'm not scared. Um, okay. And then the Bulls I'll, are I'll give be... it to you next week if they win, bro. I'll give it to you next week if they yeah, win. You gotta give me a party. The Bulls are gonna beat the right. Jazz. All right. Wow. The Bulls are gonna beat the Jazz. You guys, you guys sleep on the Bulls. All right. I'll sleep just... on them. Yeah, I know you don't. I know you don't. Right? No. I don't sleep on the Bulls. So yeah. They should be a playoff team. Bro, right now, this whole episode, you would have been trying to talk about the Warriors if Steph Curry right. played this week. Oh come on! What, what about what about the Bulls? You <laughs> they're going to beat. They're going to beat the Jazz. Okay, week. let me just write that down. Write that down. Okay, so you're. So is that it? Yeah. All right. Good episode, y'all. Appreciate everybody tuning in, chilling out with us, having a nice debate about various topics around the NBA. As you all know, follow the links below. Hit our social media pages. Check us out. Listen to recent episodes on our link tree as well. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Sorry, sorry, guys. You know, Taylor's Basketball Podcast, episode eight. Yeah. Make sure to follow that social media. Sorry for my energy, guys. I was feeling a little under the weather. You know, these allergies, allergy season is killing me. Okay. I know some of you guys feel it. March Madness. Keep us updated. We keep you updated on March Madness stuff. Shout out to everybody. Your brackets probably busted by now. Uh, literally Obviously. all of your brackets. Literally all your brackets. Yep. Mm-hmm. Facts. Um. Hey, it's just real quick for the fans. Is this uh? Is this guy? Is this the goat? I don't oh know. Just God. let me know your oh opinions God. in the comments. Just want to oh know. Oh my God. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Russell Wilson. Right. Russell Wilson to the Bears did not happen. Contrary to Muhammad's <laughs> last couple of ending quotes. <laughs> what happened instead? Uh, Bears, Bears are the worst uh, franchise in the National Football. Oh, no. That's not there bold enough to end the the, end the podcast. <laughs> it is in my That's, book. Nicola Conte is the best CDM in the world, by uh, the way. Oh, All right. You know what? This it's been fun, folks. Thanks for tuning in. Yes, sir. Peace.